Hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Rants and Revelations. I'm your co-host, Dana, a.k.a. It's Dana B. And I'm Michelle at Modernly Michelle. And today we are going to be talking about gratitude. Yay, let's get into it. So um, in our last episode, when we were talking about dealing with difficult family members, especially during the holidays, one of the key tips we gave was having an attitude of gratitude. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to talk about why it's important to just be grateful year round. And honestly, I think... Being grateful is important because it really helps you to like level set. It really helps you to look at the bigger picture outside of what you're dealing with, right? If you're feeling depressed, angry, hurt, you just lost your job, you just lost someone who's important to you, you lost a scholarship, you, you know, anything can happen if you take a couple of moments, and I know it's easier said than done most times, but if you take a couple of moments and just think, what are the things I can celebrate? what is the silver lining in this situation? I think that it'll at least give you a different outlook on what you're dealing with. Does that make sense? A hundred percent. And when we look at 2020, I think especially this year, it's important to think about gratitude because we survived this year, knock on wood. Yes. Let me join you with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Prayerfully, a lot of us are in good health. Uh, either thankfully we did not get COVID or if we did, we were able to overcome it. Um, Hopefully we're making it through this year with our loved ones. So there are just a lot of things to be grateful for, right? And COVID aside, I know for me, I'm grateful because I'm in my right mind. I'm grateful because I have my sanity. I can speak. I can, you know, take care of myself. I don't have anyone showering me or changing my clothes. I'm in good health. Um, I, I'm gainfully employed and find a new job in the middle of a pandemic. I'm living in a city that I want to live in. I have my family and my friends who I love and they love me. It's just so many things that I can be grateful for. Like, honestly, I can go on and on and on. I'm grateful for Rants and Revelations, which is something that like I enjoy doing and it's like a hobby and an outlet for me. I'm grateful for you listening. I'm grateful for Michelle, like, you know, who's my co-host and also one of my really good friends. So if we all just like, honestly, I don't think we have to think that hard to come up with some things that we're grateful for. Not at all. Yeah. So going back to what you said, I completely agree with you. I feel like this year especially has just been so eye-opening. And I feel like we, we, and I can speak for myself, actually, I just got so used to just like moving and getting things done and doing things and staying focused and being all over the place. And, you know, and I feel like this year really got everybody grounded. Yeah. You know? uh, and it really was an eye-opening experience because the little things in life that you probably took for granted, you really appreciated. Like when the shutdown happened, like being able to like comfortably leave your home, Yep. you know, um, for the people who unfortunately got sick their health, just so many different things was just like, wow, like I cannot believe it. And it really makes you appreciate all of the little things that you may not have even thought about. So I feel like you listing out some of the things, like, for example, you said being in your right mind, being able to move just so many of those small things, breathing. Hello. So (laughs) yeah, I, I agree with you a hundred percent. And I'm also grateful for you too. And ransom revelations, but I agree (laughs) with you that, um, this is definitely the season for sure. While we should always be grateful, this is especially 
an, like a season where you a hundred percent should sit down and really reflect and think about yeah. what you should be grateful for. Yeah. And I definitely plan on doing that like December 31st. I'm going to be like, whoo, <laughs> thank you, Lord. Right. Like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. So wow. yeah. 2020, man, this is a year we are not going to forget. So many things have happened and it feels like everything that's happened has happened in a span of like 10 years, but it literally has only been 11 months. Right. And I feel like low key, like this year went by slow, but it went by fast at the same time. Super fast. Cause I was like, wait, 11 months. That means one more month in the year. Yes. Yes. Like next month is December. Like that is so like this year literally flew by. But I feel like it was also dragged. Really, yes. Oh <laughs> my gosh. At the same time. At the same time. Wow. Wow. I'm trying to think. Because honestly, when I think of 2020, I can think of like all the craziness that happened. And honestly, the first thing is like, okay, our year was, it was kicked off with the fact that Kobe and I believe Kobe, his daughter Gigi, and nine or seven other passengers on that plane dying. Yeah. Right? But I'm sure there was something before that. Then we, when we think of all the losses we've had this year, all the um, natural disasters, the election that literally has been going on for three days, and hopefully by the time we release this, we would have known who is going to be our next president. Hopefully, because this has been... Dragging, dragging, <laughs> dragging. It really shows you how, like, I don't know, like the voting system is so. I know it's been like, you know, because of COVID, like there's been more like absentee ballots that's been coming in, so it makes sense. Right. But like, where the independent, like the states and the cities and the townships have all been like doing their own thing, it shows you like, yo, there's some small behind towns. Oh, <laughs> and to me, it's crazy because. On Twitter, I saw like a small room of like maybe 10 people sitting there counting thousands of votes. And yeah. I'm like, this is how our votes are counted? Yes, yes. And there's, I just, again, we voted in 2012, right? Yep. You know, and voting since then. And I feel like now I'm just learning like, wait, hold on. Like, there's like processes where it's like you get the ballot if it's like like mail-in ballots you have to like verify certain things if the signature is off the person yep. like bubbles in the wrong way has to be double checked by another set of um eyes yep. there's a republican there's a democrat so no one's but there's just so it's a I, whole thing who would have known who would have known literally no clue and it's just like if i if nothing else i think 2020 just taught us a lot of lessons oh yeah we learned so much oh yeah we can't say too much though because i feel like that th this sounds like our reflection episode true <laughs> for yeah. the end of the year <laughs> let's say some stuff for our next month episodes <laughs> oh my gosh that is true okay okay so back to gratitude um i was thinking we would keep this episode brief because this is an opportunity to encourage everyone. I know you said you're going to wait till December 31st and just kind of see what else this, you know, these last two months have to offer. But I really was thinking like people should use this time to start reflecting now, right? And just start reflecting on why they are grateful. So 
instead of just sitting here listening to us talk, because we can talk for days, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just wanted to share like why gratitude is important, kind of share a few things that we're grateful for. Um, and then instead of doing reflections, just sharing a gratitude prayer that I found online um, so that you guys can use it in your lives as you go forward and try to practice gratitude and find reasons to be grateful. Uh, before I do read the prayer though, the one, another thing that came to mind that I'm grateful for is the fact that I have access to technology and Wi-Fi. Yeah. Because can you imagine having to stay at home for eight months out of the year and having zero access to like entertainment? No. And it sounds very elitist, very first world problems. Right. And that's not the angle I'm using. I'm just like, I'm grateful I have access to Wi-Fi because I can work remotely. You know, I don't have to go into the office and put my health at risk like so many other people are doing for us, right? Our healthcare workers, our janitors, people who work in restaurants, you know, some educators, like, thank you. We are, I am grateful for that. I am grateful for you. And your work is not taken lightly at all. But I know I'm grateful that I even have access to Wi-Fi, that I have a phone, I can go on Twitter and scroll, that I have TV and a laptop where I can watch Netflix. Like, these are things, I don't know if I've ever said like, wow, thank you, I'm grateful for, for these things, but I am. hmm hmm yeah, there are just so many little things. And when you really sit down and think about it, it's like, wow, like, if you were having a bad day and you just sit down and reflect, it's like, whoa, there's so many things that I should be grateful for. And while there is something that, you know, whether something small happened or you're just not feeling it, you can really fill yourself up with joy. Just thinking about all of the things that you have that some people just really don't have access to, unfortunately, or just could not be here. Yeah. 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 Even like FaceTime, Zoom, WebEx, like all these video communication tools where it's like, this is the way that people now have to communicate with family members because mm-hmm. they can't hop on a plane to go see them. Yeah. Right? But they can still see them. And we had it, you know, before this. It's not new technology, but like this pandemic has really accelerated its use, right? Like how many grandparents before, they would never text. They would never use FaceTime. They don't want to learn it. They were against it. And now they're just like, oh, wait, <laughs> this is kind of cool. Right. Yeah. Wow. That is so crazy. And I can say for me, if we're, are we getting into talking about what we're grateful for? Yeah. Okay. So for me, a few things that I'm grateful for is the first thing that like came to mind was like being able to like praise God freely. Yes. Like, whoa, whoa, a hundred percent grateful for that because baby girl, that would be deep if it was a fight to be able to praise God freely. Cause whoo, can you be serious? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't want to be the one to say that God knows my heart, but he knows I'm like, you know, I'm a jokester. (laughs) I see what you're there. Right. So getting back into, you know, what I'm grateful for, I'm Mm -hmm. definitely grateful for my health. Yeah. Like having a baby. Yeah. (laughs) A cutie patootie. He's so small. Thank you. (laughs) So precious. Having a baby really showed me because I felt like when you, when you would typically think about like just being pregnant, you think about all of like the butterflies and the roses mm-hmm. and like, yay, oh my gosh, you have a baby and you're, you mm-hmm. know, your belly and blah, blah, blah. But it's also nerve wracking because yeah. you have a baby in your body, you know, so you yeah. want to make sure that everything's good and then you want to be able to deliver the baby 
safely yeah. and you want to come out of it. Like yeah. there's so many So just like my health and being able to deliver my son, um, for sure, like a hundred percent grateful for that. Um, having a roof over my head. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Especially as it's getting cold, like every time fall and winter comes, like I just think about the homeless population, the homeless community, like it's freezing cold out there and just being yeah. out there with like no blankets, no socks, or I'm just like, wow, what, like, what can we do to help? You know, like right. I can walk around with blankets and socks in my car, but that still leaves so many other people. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm very grateful to have a roof over my head, to have, you know, a heater, AC, if I decide to turn that on, like, wow. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, also too, first line workers. And that goes back to like my health as well. I didn't mention this, like, you know, with the whole COVID thing, but like the people who are like still having to like go in and being yeah. able to, um, not being able to, but go in and have to see so much and understand yeah. what's going on because it's something that hasn't ever happened, yeah. you know, well, in terms of like this disease, mm -hmm. you know, has just um, been presented this year. So this is so, it's been just so much for people to learn and understand and have to like take care of yeah. a lot. And just kind of have to like figure it out and hope that you're doing the best thing with what you have for right. people whose lives are at risk, right? Can you imagine yeah. being the doctor or the nurse having to make a decision on who gets a ventilator and who doesn't? Yeah. No, I couldn't. I could not. Wow. I could not. Uh, also, family and friends. Mm -hmm. For sure. Family and friends. And I feel like not being able to see everyone this year really especially being pregnant this year not really really being able to not even really being able not being able <laughs> yeah. to celebrate with friends and family in person and having to do it virtually or you know having to just speak over the phone and just different things like that like it's it really shows you that you know although we haven't been able to do that I'm still so grateful for going back to technology and just being able to be around yeah. everyone still just really like yeah it's eye-opening um mm -hmm. yeah those are a few that I because like you said it can go on and on and on like yeah there's so many little things like I'm grateful for my big toe like there's just so many different things that <laughs> it does give us for. balance the big Hello? toe helps us to balance <laughs> it does so uh anyway <laughs> those are a few things that I can yeah no I definitely echo your sentiments and I kind of listed out earlier the things I'm grateful for right my sanity being able to read I think about that very often which is odd why are you thinking about this yeah <laughs> there are some things about you that I'm like hmm <laughs> she's unique <laughs> I'm not gonna lie one time I was reading so this is very like Dana what I remember I told someone this and it was a, an, an older white male colleague of mine. And even he looked at me like, <laughs> he was like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> okay, okay, let me tell you why. Okay, so I'm thinking of that particular conversation with that man because I really enjoy reading historical romance novels. Yeah, you had told me that. <laughs> okay, it's my favorite genre because you get to learn about history but you also see it through like, it's novel, so it's not boring, you know what I mean? And it's romance, so it's also like kind of cute, very odd. But if you guys need a good recommendation, Beverly Jenkins, that's my favorite author. She writes about it, particularly Black history through rom um, like the eyes of romance. So 
post-slavery, during um, slavery, Jim Crow, like all of the things. What? All of the things. Let me get it out first. <laughs> and <laughs> the reason I'm sharing this is because in one particular book I was reading, she talked about the sacrifices that enslaved or Black people who were no longer enslaved, the sacrifices they went through to be able to get to school and how much they valued learning and reading and, you know, how happy they were when they were first able to write their name. And y'all, I'm not a crier. I'm not a sap. But when I tell you I was like bawling, like boohoo crying, like, wow, because for me, it was just like so many young people, I think, don't take education seriously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and they aren't grateful and I think for me it also hits because I know like a lot of teachers so when they talk about like the students that just put them for example my friend from college she's a teacher and the first day of school she wasn't able to teach in one of her classes she teaches middle school because they figured out how to kick the teacher out of the class so every time she would log on they would kick her out then she logged back in and they would kick her out and she was annoyed. You know, the first couple of times she's like, all right, like, haha, that's funny. But then she could not teach anything. So she was frustrated because she had this lesson plan. Now she's put, pushed off schedule. She has to do a meeting with the teacher and, I mean, with the parent and the principal. So it's a whole thing. So the moral of the story is when I think about the things that like she goes through or my sister, who's also an educator, what she goes through and how some kids really don't value the fact that they're able to read and they have access to education. Now I'm reading this novel about people who would walk literal miles to get to a classroom on a dirt floor and cry because they can write their first name. I'm just like, wow, thank you, Lord, that I know how to read. Mm. So that is something that I do think about Austin, the fact that I have an education, the fact that I know how to read. And that is one of the biggest things I'm grateful for. I'm grateful that I can see. I'm grateful that I can hear. I have all my senses. Just like little things that I'm sure people don't think about often, but I'm like, what would it be like to go through a world and like not be able to hear? And I'm not saying it like it's a bad thing because I know people who are deaf or hard of hearing and they lead very normal lives. But, you know, one of them has told me like, you're very blessed at the fact that like you don't need an implant, a cochlear implant, which is kind of like a hearing aid that's in your brain. Mm -hmm. Um, She's like, you're blessed that you don't need that. You know, that's an additional device that I have to charge every night. And if I'm out somewhere and it dies, I literally cannot hear. So I think about these things all the time. I just feel like, wow, if God does nothing else for me, he's done more than enough. Wow. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, how did we get here? Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. And we're here. We made it. <laughs> we made it. Yeah. We made it. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Um, I could go on. I already said I'm grateful for my family and friends. My mama, my daddy, my sister was good. It's a lady in the city. My favorite aunt was good, shorty. <laughs> <laughs> gang, gang. Right. Gang, gang, gang. <laughs> right, right. Um, alrighty, y'all. So like I said, this episode is not meant to be long at all. Just to encourage, encourage every one of our listeners to take a moment and make a list, whether it's mental, whether it's written, whether you type it in your notes of the things you are grateful for and to try no matter what this year holds, no matter what next year holds to try and stay in a place of gratitude, because we really do have a lot, a lot to be grateful for. Amen. So as I mentioned earlier, we're not going to do a revelation unless, Michelle, did you get a revelation you want to share? Or should I stick to the script? Stick to the script. <laughs> and mm-hmm. y'all, we don't have an actual script, just to say. 
Um, <laughs> so I'm going to read this gratitude prayer that I found online. And I'm also going to include the link in our notes section so that if you want to see this prayer, read this prayer for yourself or the other 10 prayers that I found through this link, you can go ahead and do it. Um, all right. Here is our reflection for the day. The prayer is called Blessed Beyond Measure. Creator God, thank you that there is nowhere I can go that is beyond your presence. In your presence, I am blessed beyond measure. You have said that you will never leave me or forsake me. You are always with me. May I live a life of thanksgiving in your presence. Hear my prayer and fill my heart and my mouth with praise to you for your good gifts. May your love be the passion in my heart. May your joy be my strength when times are hard. May your presence be my peace that overflows. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. So, yeah, guys, as the prayer mentioned, we are blessed beyond measure. We are so grateful for you who are listening. We are grateful for every tweet we've gotten, every comment, every post that you've liked, every DM. Um, Rants and Revelations wouldn't be here without you. So, if no one else says thank you to you, if no one else lets you know that they're grateful for you, we want you to know that we're grateful for you. And it means a lot to have your support. Yay. You know, what's so interesting. Mm-hmm. I feel like when it comes to us speaking, like if you're saying something or if I'm saying something, mm-hmm. like we cover it so well. Well, let me speak for myself. Like, I okay. feel like when you say stuff, you cover it so well that I don't have anything else to add. So I'm always just like, yes, or yay. <laughs> and it's not because like, I don't want to speak. It's because like, you literally like covered everything that I would have said. So like, wow. we're on the same I'm- wavelength. Always. Every time. Always and forever. <laughs> always and forever. Okay. Alrighty, y'all. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Rants and Revelations. As always, like we always mention, if you're not following us already, follow us on rantsandrevelations.tv. Be sure to send us a DM or comment on our latest post and let us know what are you grateful for in this moment in your life. So we'll catch you on the next episode of Rants and Revelations. Bye. Bye.